time for High Performance Mindset today with Dr. Sindra Kampoff. Sindra is in studio with us today. Good morning, Sindra. Good morning. It's great to be here. What a gorgeous morning it is, too. Holy cow. I'm fired up to get done with work and get outside today, finally. I was in such a happy mood yesterday, all day. I'm just like, this is amazing. (laughs) Did you have your windows open at home and just letting the breeze come in? I'm like, it has been so long. So, yeah, it really feels great. Uh, something to talk about today, which I think is a good one when we head into this time of year where people are going to be getting outside and maybe they're going to try the run thing. Maybe they're getting on their bike just to, or maybe they're just looking to make some life changes in general. Whatever it is, the topic today is finding that next level. What's the quote we're starting with today? This is a quote by Ricardo Parente. He said, you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in your pocket. Oh, that's good. That's good. So what's our example to start with today? So my example is from last Monday from the Boston Marathon. And Desi Linden became the first U.S. woman to win the Boston Marathon in 33 years. So it was the 122nd Boston Marathon. And it took place in a torrential downpour, colder than normal conditions, about you know 40 degrees. And with winds in her face between, you know, 20 and 30 miles an hour. That's crazy. Crazy. And I think what the cool thing is about her story is, you know, last year she actually was the most confident going into the race. This was her sixth Boston Marathon uh, that she ended up winning. And so last year she felt more confident. She had actually just come off a seventh place finish at the Rio Olympics. And she had been runner up a few years before. But then after last year's race, she felt really burnt out. She almost was thinking about retiring, but instead she took five months off to kayak and fish and read. And I actually think maybe that's why she came back stronger. Nice. All right. Um, Well, so there were a lot of people that, you know, took those conditions that they couldn't control and just decided to kind of fade away and not finish or didn't finish as well as you maybe would have expected them to do. Uh, But some people did do very well on Monday in those conditions. So who did end up doing very well? You know, I think, in the race on Monday. Yeah, the Boston Marathon in general, I think, is ideal for people who thrive in adversity, um, given that it's like 13 miles downhill and then, you know, six miles uphill. But particularly, you know, Monday, it really was ideal for people who thrive in adversity. And so even if you look at the top spots for both men and women, they went to the runners who could juggle like, you know, these non-ideal circumstances, maybe that they were balancing work and family and they stuck with it in the race. You know, even the men's winner... Yuki Kawashaki, you know, was a full-time administrator in Japan. So I think that's just really cool. He, I saw a quote from him that said, these were ideal conditions for me. He, I mean, he wasn't like joking, but he, he was saying, you know, I, not ideal, I would say, but they were not conditions that bothered him. He didn't mind running in the yeah. rain and the cold and the wind. And yeah, and even Desi said that, you know, like, hey, this is ideal for me, that it's like all these, you know, this terrible weather it would be worse if it was perfect weather. Yeah. Is there something extra special about this race that you can tell us about? I know you've run it a few times. Yeah. You know, I think the really cool thing about this particular race was what happened in the women's race. And so there was this, um, what people have been calling like a historic collaboration of American women because they wanted an American woman to break the tape. And so Desi Linden actually said like between mile three and four, she felt really horrible and she was thinking about dropping And she gave Shalane Flanagan, another U.S. woman, a tap on the shoulder. And she just said, you know, there's a good chance I'm probably going to drop out today. So if you need anything, like need somebody to block the wind or adjust the pace, like let me know. 
And so Shalane actually took like this bathroom break around halfway through, which poor girl, he saw it all over TV for like three days afterwards. I was like, heaven forbid someone should take a bathroom break. But you usually don't see the elites do. No, you don't. So she took this bathroom break. And so Desi hung out, you know, by back by her. And so that they both kind of caught up to the, the rest of the elites together. And this is what Desi said. She said, you know, when we work together, like, you never know what's going to happen. And she said, actually, helping Shalane helped me get my legs back. So I think it helped her, like, regroup and, you know, gave her that surge to keep on going. That's amazing, too, because I don't think that uh, a lot of people would be able to hang back, wait, and then catch back up with the yes. elites awesome. who didn't stop. So, yeah. um, you know, what, what did she say then about helping others along the way? She said, you know, everyone was pretty selfless on the day. And, you know, that's, you know, we were just looking at what it's going to help us to give ourselves the best position of, in six, to be successful. And, you know, she said, we all wanted to win. But by the, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't just about the individual. It was about getting the win for America. I don't think a lot of people realize how much help goes into some of that stuff. I was, in fact, talking to somebody about uh, the Shields Spring Half Marathon. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just this weekend and how windy it was on what yeah. part of the course. And they said a big, tall, broad-shouldered guy came barreling by him as he was running into the wind. And he's like, I just said, all right, dude, you're going to do that. I'm going to tuck right in behind you. And you're able to draft behind that guy, and he's kind of a windbreak for you as you're going. You save some energy, maybe have a little bit finish, better finish down the road. And that's cool to see that uh, the Americans were working together like that through conditions. And, and I think you can take that kind of mindset and transfer it over to business if you've yes. got like a team that you're working with. Yes. And, and, and helping others can, in the long run help you why is that absolutely so there's a really great article this week in runner's world where they quote one of my colleagues nicole detling from the university of utah and actually she's she's been on my podcast and this is what she said is that your brain releases endorphins dopamine and serotonin when you help somebody okay so what does this really mean like endorphins or like sort of like morphine a way of like reducing your pain and dopamine increases your motivation and focus and serotonin boosts your mood you know and said you know i think this is one of the reasons why Desi was able to turn it around because, you know, this bond really helped her, you know, increase her motivation or focus. And then I think she also could see that like other people were hurting too, right? That she wasn't the only one who was struggling. And she even said, you know, today was bigger than one person. It was really about us pushing each other. So- I thought it was really cool because when Shalane Flanagan won New York and Desi congratulated right. her on social media, Shalane's response was, you're next. And nice. then there was a somebody had that's like cool. screen captured that and said Shalane Flanagan can predict the future or something oh, like that. Awesome. You know, I'm like that was really neat. I to also see them work saw together. like Shalane tweet this week something like my legs. This is the worst my legs have ever felt mm-hmm. my whole entire life. But Desi won, so my heart is full or something yeah. like oh, that. That's so cool. <laughs> well, so give us another explanation of why Des helping her competitor actually helps uh, her. Yeah. So I think another reason is this idea of called what's called disassociation. And, you know, what that means is we can have disassociative thinking or associative. Associative means like when we're thinking about ourselves and what we're doing and our pace and how we're feeling, whereas disassociation is actually when we're distracting ourselves and we stop thinking about it. And so I think actually Desi helping Shalane, she stopped thinking about how much the race sucked Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she started, you know, not thinking about the pain and discomfort and she was able to really kind of shift her focus not just to like winning the race, but to help Shalane. And I think this helped her reduce like how she was feeling in terms of her perception of pain. So what does it take for people to finish that race in your opinion? 
I think it took a lot of things. I think it took controlling the controllables, right? Like not focusing on what you can control. And I think in the moment when there's so much adversity coming at you, you have to adjust your goals. And I think that's what they did right. is they, they weren't focused on their outcome goals like winning or PRing, but instead on, you know, the process. What are the small things I could do to be successful at, and maybe actually helping somebody else could really help me. I think sometimes we get so like overcome by the outcome and focused on the outcome that it creates pressure. I just <laughs> want to clarify PRing, personal record, oh, yeah, for those that point. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's some runner lingo right yeah. there, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how do we apply this? Since that's runner lingo, how do we apply it to our life? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't think we're all in the position to help Shalane Flanagan, you know, um, but there are ways that we can get similar boost in our performance. And so, you know, just think about how can you help other people today? And this will also boost your mood, boost your performance. And I think, you know, kind of what Nicole said in that Runner's World article that this this hormone surge, it's, it's, it's temporary. So it only lasts about six seconds, but you can capitalize it by continuing to feel positive emotions and like positivity after you help somebody. So I think that's the main point to help your positivity keep going is to, to help somebody today, help somebody every day this week. Other than that, which I think is important, what's another take-home point today? I think the other take-home point is, like, if you listen to the, the whole segment, it's like these people were thriving through adversity, right? And and to do that, they didn't think too much about themselves. They helped other people, and they did have to adjust their goals. And I think, you know, Desi helping somebody else in the race speaks a lot about her character, but, you know, just makes it sweeter at the end. We have talked many times, and this has nothing to do with running a marathon but it is kind of a marathon if the weather is bad when we go to right. Winstock, right? Mm-hmm. The weather's terrible mm-hmm. all weekend long and there's nothing we could do about it. We just have to wallow in the mud from Thursday to Sunday and get out of there. All of our best stories come from when the weather is nice. like that and we have to it's deal true. with it. Nice. And the when same we're thing all here. stuck in a camper, or yep. we're all running from place to place. Look at all of the great stories and all of, yeah. the, all of the things that can be learned from a race like this that wasn't ideal. So how do we summarize this topic today? Yeah, you know, and I also think like everybody's dealing with something. And so just the idea that, you know, high performers, you know, I know that's you because you're listening. They find the next level by thriving through the adversity. And they realize that maybe it's not going to feel great at the time, but they're going to stick with it knowing it's going to feel better. And they help others because it does release release this positive endorphins. And they adjust their goals when necessary to stay focused on the process of being at their best. So when I go on social media later and like the power phrase for the day, because I know I love this topic, what Mm -hmm. is it going to be? I thrive through adversity. I stick with it knowing it will feel sweet at the end. Nice. All right. Well, if we want to get in touch with you, maybe get a hold of the book or subscribe to the podcast and listen. I listened to a couple of good ones on uh, some runs last week. They uh, And they just keep popping up. So I know. there's more and more and more and more. And there's always good stuff to listen to. Where do we catch up with Sindra Campoff? You can head over to drsindra.com. And that's book, the book information's over there in the podcast. And you can always find the podcast just by searching High Performance Mindset on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or iHeartRadio. Finding the next level is the topic this morning with Sindra Campoff here with High Performance Mindset. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for having me. Yes, good to have you in. Every Monday morning at 730 on Minnesota 93.